good? Welcome to episode four of the Certified Suburban Boys podcast. I'm with Ryan. Hey, how's it going? And today we're back again, and we're just going to quickly start talking about everything that we've been through the last week, um, grad parties and everything. How's that been for you, Ryan? I mean, it's just been fun. It's nice. Now that you're, you've been out of school, but now yeah. that I'm out of school as well, uh, it's nice. It's, it's chill. It's getting some stuff done outside of, you know, like just being at Dominion every day and, you know, just having a good time or whatever. It's, it's nice. And all the parties have been really fun, so it's cool. Yeah, it's like it's good to see everybody. Um, like a, I've seen a lot of people that I haven't seen in a, in a long time, so it's good to see them. And I enjoyed you, Nate's, and uh, Luke's grad party as well. Yeah, that was a really good good uh, food. I was like, that was a really good time. Yeah, yeah. We had a we had a really good. Um, thanks to like all the parents and stuff like that. That all yeah. the parents all planned it out and it went really well. So yeah, it was fun. So that was good. Yeah, all the grad parties I've been to have been really organized and uh, I've enjoyed it. Yeah, you got yours coming up as well in a couple yeah, weeks. Two so weeks that'll yeah, that'll be that'll be fun. Yeah, it's more of like a kind of like a, like a cookout vibe, like a family thing. Okay, I got yeah, you. Yeah, but it's like, you. it's with two of my friends from Broad Run, Jabril and Jacob, so that should be fun as well. Um, yeah, I'm excited to get like, it's like a mix of like my Broad Run friends and my Dominion friends together, like That'll in the cool. same place, so uh, I'm happy to see like, and glad to see like how that works out. Yeah, it should be a lot of people then, right? Yeah, a lot did of you, people. You already sent out, did you send out the Evite yet, or how did that go? How yeah. many people do you have on that? You like 60-something. Okay, yeah, that's and pretty good. And I want to add more people, but I think I'm going to just leave it at that. Maybe just tell people to like come, come later. Yeah, 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 you. when people leave. I got you. But the parents, man, like, you know, I remember you were talking to me, like, if you go upstairs or you go talk to the parents, you're there for, like, 10 minutes. Yeah, of course. I mean, and me, obviously, when you're hosting any sort of party, yeah. you have to really be, like, talking to everybody there. So, yeah, I, you know, you, you get trapped up there talking to, like, family members and, you know, exactly. family friends and parents, that kind of stuff, for, like, 45 minutes to an hour. Yeah. So, yeah, it just gets to happen. But it's nice. It's good. People really care about you and they want to talk to you and that kind of stuff. So it's nice. It, it's, it's you know, it's necessary and sometimes it's tedious, but yeah. you kind of have to do it. So it's not bad. Yeah, so graduation is coming up next week. How are you feeling about that? A little nervous or excited? No, I'd say I'm only nervous because I'm doing the emceeing thing where I'm with a couple other girls and we're introing uh, graduation. So that's a little, like, more of the nervous side or we're going to be doing a lot of speaking on the stage yeah gotcha. obviously a lot of other students are doing speaking stuff too and doing a lot of stuff so it won't be that bad but yeah it, it'll be nice it'll be you know it's it's, it's finally time so it's, it'll yeah, be good. yeah you're nah, just thursday yeah right, mine's on a thursday at mason so okay. it's a lot different from yours but i'll definitely come to yours you know i'm excited to see all the boys graduate so yeah i'm happy nice. for everybody and uh it's kind of weird it's at George Mason, but, you know, I think it's like a broad run thing, so. No, it's pretty cool. I mean, a lot of schools do that. I know um, Langley and Fairfax, they had their yeah. graduation They have so many people. I forgot, I forgot yeah. where they had theirs, but that was in somewhere in D.C. So, yeah, I mean, it's not un, it's not like an unnormal thing to have your graduation somewhere that isn't your school. Yeah. But, yeah, it should be fun. Yeah, our class is pretty big anyway, you know. But uh, we have like 400-something people, so yeah, it kind of makes it, yeah. And, like, I don't know if you saw, but the Academies of Loudoun, they actually had it there as, like, uh, George Mason too. Yeah, yeah. They they actually have a pretty big class too, from what I heard. So yeah, yeah, that makes sense. So Ryan, we're four episodes in. How are yep. you feeling about the podcast so far? It's fun. I like it a lot. Obviously, I've been doing podcast stuff for the last few years, but uh, this is a different kind of vibe to it. Yeah. All of my other stuff has been like all sports related content, which I really like. Yeah, this is kind of like a different side that I'm kind of trying to tap into. So it's it's expanding my my range and my, I guess and my flexibility on podcasts. So it's good. Yeah, for me, this is my first experience, but I think every episode I'm getting better and just learning from you as well because, you know, you're like a professional. So I look up to you <laughs> in wish. certain ways. I wish I was professional. Not yet, hopefully. In the future, we'll get to a, a, higher, a higher point. But for right now, I'm just, I'm just enjoying it. Have yeah, fun. Yeah, just vibes. Yeah. We've had Demas on here for a couple episodes. Um, you know, I'm grateful that Demas is on here because it's nice to have somebody else besides us, too, that can we can talk to. 
and I'm lo- definitely looking forward to add more people on to the podcast soon. Yeah, hopefully we'll have yeah. a lot more guests coming. Yeah, so there's a lot of requests to be on the podcast. And for this episode, we ask you guys what questions you have for us. So that's what we're going to do today. Yeah, so the you know, y'all want to do the live stuff. Um, or some people want to do live stuff. but Yeah, I don't know how that would work. Yeah, no, that would have been too much. A lot a lot of craziness that would have been going down to get that work. But this, this, was, this was a good idea. So yeah. Q&A questions. Sammy, what you got for us? So I put on my Instagram story any questions or assumptions that you guys have for us. And the first question is, what do you see yourself doing in 10 years? 10 years is a long time, exactly. you know. That's like late 20s. Yeah. That's, whew. hopefully I'm doing something I enjoy, like career-wise, and that I'm having fun and like in a stable part of my life where I'm yeah. not worrying about like paying bills and that kind of, not paying bills, but worrying about like check to check, that kind of stuff, working. And, you know, just trying to enjoy myself and probably, hopefully I'm having a good time and, and that kind of stuff. I don't know. Uh, that's that's far. That's kind of yeah, scary yeah. to think about. What, yeah. what, what you got? Um, it's difficult, but I I hope in ten years, same thing with you that I'm enjoying my job and I'm enjoying my career and hopefully like having like a solid income. And for me, I I don't know. I have this vision of like either living like out of Virginia. I want to get out of Virginia. Yeah, yeah. So either like New York or like Texas or somewhere. I don't know why, because I have like family in Texas. But Texas is pretty cool, you know, because yeah, yeah. they have a lot of like. There's obviously, there are a lot of cities in Texas, but there's also just so much like land and yeah. property. So much like it's, it's like so the, cheap. It's, out the, there. it's cheap out there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You can get like these massive houses where yeah. it might be like a couple million dollars here in this area. Mm-hmm. You go to Texas, you get it for like. For like four hundred fifty thousand or something. Yeah, like that. my aunt yeah, moved to um, Texas like a couple of years ago, so she lives out there. With yeah, her that's kids. pretty cool. Yeah, Texas is cool, but yeah, no, I have probably hopefully not living in Virginia still. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want yeah, yeah, yeah. to stay here. I think I think I think we I say for that we both want to get out of here and like venture out and see what what else is out. I think there's just too much of the world to see it and yeah, be stuck yeah, in stay one here. area for your whole life. So yeah, definitely try to get out, but we'll see what happens. And yeah. that. You want to go to the next question? Yeah, yeah. So right, yeah, cool. So the next one that we got is, what are your goals with this podcast? So I guess Sammy, this is more for you, really, because this is this was your idea. You started this, and I'm like the the main co-star guest. But yeah. ultimately, this was your podcast idea. You came to me with it. So what what is your goal? For so for me, I've always been a creative person. I feel like I've checked all the boxes when it comes to like filmmaking or photography or whatever but i feel like this podcast has been something on my list i've wanted to do for a long time mm-hmm. and now that i've able to had a chance to do this i really enjoy it so i really want to keep it going see how far i can do this for and, and improve every single way when it you know comes to maybe topics or whatever because to me i don't really care about how many people listen to it i just like mm-hmm. to enjoy it i enjoy talking to you i enjoy talking to other people on this so yeah that's just for me yeah, I mean, I guess for that's yeah, that makes a lot of sense. You've always been super creative. I remember your YouTube channel back yeah, in like yeah, yeah. we were in like fifth grade. You yeah. were Sammy TS nine yeah, nine yeah. on YouTube. Those videos are down now, right? You took them yeah. down. I think it was time for like a a revamp. Oh man! And so if anyone that hasn't seen, we need to find old video clips of a. Uh, Warhead penalty yep. challenge at uh, at Lowe's Island. Lucas, man, <laughs> <laughs> Lucas knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> no, nah, but those YouTube videos they were fun to make. But I feel like I've ticked all the boxes when it comes to like, yeah, yeah, you know. But I think this podcast was the last thing, and I actually enjoy because it it's like it's like a different route. Like I've always like the stuff that I would like to do was like hands on, like your video editing and like filming and creating and everything. But like more, I just like me and you get the mics and then we just chill and we just talk. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's very different and it's. A different skill from a lot of like video kind of editing all that kind of crazy stuff so yeah uh, i guess for me personally with this podcast i love that i enjoy it a lot so yeah. whatever we can do it for as long as possible obviously yeah. we're going to be 
out of this classroom at Dom, and we're going to be trying to figure out other ways to do it. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, maybe we need to go virtual with yeah, the yeah, school exactly, year. Yeah. I don't know. I'll, I'll try to I'll, – we'll, we'll figure out some sort of calendar. But I want to keep it going for as long as we can just because I enjoy it a lot. So hopefully we keep it going into, like, the school year, next yeah. year in college. Obviously, I'll be in, like, three-hour time zone yeah, difference. Yeah. So it'll be kind of hard to adjust, yeah, yeah, but yeah. we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out, and I think we'll keep it going for as long as we can. So yeah, that leads on to the next question on how do you guys plan to keep in touch? I feel like this is very easy. Like we talk like every single day. Yeah, I mean, but in terms of the podcast, it's definitely like virtually in different ways. Like when we come back on break and everything, we can yeah. definitely arrange that. So I mean, the podcast itself is kind of tough, just because I think sitting down and recording a podcast for like thirty minutes when you're on a three-hour time zone difference yeah. is, is kind of difficult to to figure out. But when it comes to staying in touch, we'll, we'll have no problem. Like yeah. We talk every day, um, not just between us, but like all of our close friends too. And yeah. I mean, a lot of people that we were around all the time, we talk to you pretty often. So I think there are a lot of people that I might stop talking to a, like a decent amount. But mm-hmm. when it comes to like us, yeah, the, we'll like be, our we'll actual be friend fine. group, we'll be fine. We'll yeah, talk, we'll talk and I think we're on the same page about that. That we plan to keep on talking and being friends. And then that'll um, make when we come back on breaks like much amazing. more fun. Like when we come back for like Thanksgiving break or winter break, it'll be like hanging out all the time. I right? feel like that's good because like for example, say we don't record for like. A month or something and then we come back and we sit down we're gonna have a lot more to talk about yeah we could actually get like an hour podcast yeah like exactly that's, that's, <laughs> like, it'll be that's always been it'll my be goal like the 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 podcasts i've listened to have been like an hour long and i've always wanted to do that but i feel like if it's like spaced out and we don't like do it as like every week like we do now then we're gonna have it'll more to easier. talk about yeah, yeah. easy to talk about and yeah, the, definitely. the quality is better yeah, so the next question is um this is a very good question what's your favorite musical artist that doesn't fit into your normal genre and how did you first find them when do you listen to them, and why do you? Why did that make you go go outside your usual genre? All right, so we'll break this down. I'll ask you first. So, what obviously, which favorite, which favorite artist doesn't fit in like your normal genre? I uh, guess we're both kind of like mostly like hip hop rap yeah. listeners, so that's like our main genre. So, what's like your main artist that's like outside of that genre? Um, the last like year, and so I've been branching out my music, like what I listen to, but I'd probably say Frank Ocean. Okay, yeah, Frank yeah. Ocean's sick. Everybody, yeah. I, he's yeah. like, he's pretty obviously pretty popular. People love him yeah. a lot. Would you say um, I keep going on the list thing? Cause it's actually a really good question. Um, so, how did you first like listen start? Like, first I listened to Frank Ocean. And, like, where did that start? I think the first time I think I've known of Frank Ocean, but the first time I like listened to him was one time I was in the car with my cousins, and she was playing this song called "Nights" by Frank Ocean, and I was like, "Wow, this is really good." So I went home, I listened to it. It was really good, and then I branched out and listened to like his whole like all his albums. And Blonde is like the, his most recent album, even though it's from six years ago. And that's like, in my opinion, one of the best albums of all time. Yeah, it's obviously like every everybody that knows listen to it loves it. And I listen to like a lot of the songs in the yeah on the on the album too. It's really really good. Frank Ocean's a great artist. Yeah. So um, yeah. So when you do listen to him often, like every day, kind of. Uh, not every day, but definitely often. I think Frank Ocean allowed me to like branch out and like listen to other artists. And also, um, I also like women artists too, like SZA and all of them. I love them. Yeah, too. Yeah, 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 yeah. So. Yeah. And then I guess last not last part of the question, uh, why did they make you go outside of your genre? Like, do you just want to branch out just because, or did you just happen to like? I think it's just like you kind of like mature, and you can't really like, at least for me personally, that I can't listen to the same music all the time. Yeah. So I kind of matured and like, oh wow, I actually like like this. So I discovered like Frank Ocean, that led me into other artists as well. So that kind of branched out. My yeah, music that's good. Yeah. Mine is very different for myself personally. Yeah. So. <laughs> those who know will know uh this this one band that i don't really i don't really listen to like uh, like a ton of music that often but this like indie rock band mm-hmm. that 
had a song in FIFA years oh, ago. FIFA makes bangers. Yeah, so they had a song in FIFA years ago. Yeah, it was uh, "Dreaming." Mm-hmm. So those who know know it's like one of the big, like one of the biggest FIFA hits ever. Yeah, and I was like on Spotify, I was like, oh, I should start listening to like this music kind of more often. So I just I found their main song. Yeah, and I started listening to this like small. They're called Small Pods. The name mm-hmm. of the band. And they are, they're, they're just kind of, they're so different from what I like to usually listen to. Yeah. But it's, they're sick. And like, yeah. I listened to like a, a, one of their albums they dropped like in 2021. Mm-hmm. And it was, it was more of like an EP, I guess only like seven tracks. Yeah, yeah. It was so like different, but yeah. I just like, I was just vibing the whole time. Like I was in the shower and I was just like vibing to the music. I didn't think I would like, like it that much, but now they're really good. So I guess that's probably like my, my, my different kind of band that I listen to that often. Yeah. Respect. That was a very good question. What's the next question, Ryan? All right, cool. So next one we'll go into is, if you could change one thing about your childhood, what would it be? This is diff. This is difficult. Yeah, um, I think I'll go on like the soccer route. So I've played soccer like my whole life, but the last two years have been tough for me, especially post COVID for me. In terms of like being the soccer player I was before, mm-hmm. I've been on like two different type of players. But I think the one thing I changed has probably just been like injuries for me. Has just been like a big part of like my career. Um, I think maybe I don't know when I'm when you're younger you play a lot of soccer you play a lot like every yeah, single yeah, day because yeah, yeah. you can run around for ages. Mm-hmm. I think I should like taking a break more because I feel like a lot of this a lot of the injuries or a lot of the pain that I'm feeling like it's just like built up you know like my sophomore year I I think I almost like tore my hip flexor. You know what too is yeah. I remember you've been playing soccer literally like. Like I've been playing soccer for like, I played soccer for a while, but you yeah. played like your entire life. Like, like yeah. my dad was telling me when we were like we were a little bit older, it was like a few years ago. He was like, you notice the way Sammy runs? He looks like he's like running with a soccer ball like at his feet. Yeah. Like it almost like you like, like you <laughs> naturally became like yeah. like even when you didn't you were even when you weren't like playing soccer, you just like naturally seemed like you were just like playing anyway. Yeah, yeah. It came like force of habit. So I can never see how that kind of like yeah, messes yeah. with your body in a way. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, it's a tough question. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I I guess I don't have any specific detail that I would say I wish I'd changed, but I think in terms of like a confidence stance, I didn't really begin being confident in myself a lot until like halfway through, maybe towards the end of middle school. Yeah. And I felt like that kind of like didn't hold me back in the beginning of like elementary yeah. school, middle school, whatever, but it just kinda like I didn't take some of my chances I think I probably should have taken. Yeah. But I wouldn't I wouldn't like regret the choices I made. Same. Before. I don't have any I don't regrets. Have regrets yeah. But there'll be things where I like I feel like if I was more confident, maybe I would have done something different. But I don't know if that would have turned out better or not. But just like been different. So yeah, I guess being more confident was yeah. but that's I'm not not confident now. Yeah, it was yeah, just like yeah. when I was younger. But yeah, yeah, I don't know. That's that's a good question though. That was yeah. a good question. Yeah, so I don't have any regrets throughout my like my 15, 16 years of playing soccer, but I just wish, like, the injuries, like, maybe that could have impacted my, my career because I definitely want to keep on playing soccer for as long as possible. Yeah, what's your next – what's the next question we got, Sam? Um, I think we'll continue on this soccer route. What is the – who is the best player I've played against and played with? Okay. So there's a couple of players that I have in mind. Um, Lucas Caldas, definitely up there. I've played yeah, against yeah. Lucas a couple of times, and I've played – me and Lucas have been friends for a very long time. And Lucas is definitely one of the most, like, the best players I've played, like, with. Even though we're on the same team, but, like, with, like, played with and against. Mm-hmm. Um, this is one, the I think the number, actually, I'll make a list. So, number five, I'll put my teammate, Jacob Breckett Graham. i played with Jacob since we were 10 years old. Yeah, Jacob's and Jacob's good. very, very, very good. He's always he, been good. Always solid. Doesn't mess any passes. His first touch is very good. 
for him, when I watch Jacob Plages look, he just does it like with just ease. Number four, I played with this pl- this kid named Jose. Um, he was on like our attacking midfielder, and he was like very good, very good, left footed, can see that, can see everything. Like it's just his vision is just amazing, and his passing ability is amazing, and his dribbling, just incredible. Number three, um, Edwin Henriquez. Edwin Henriquez, uh, when yeah. I played with him. Like like I think the mid like middle school I see like sixth grade to like maybe freshman year yeah that was like the best I've seen him like he was like yeah, yeah, yeah. and like soon he went to DC United after that I just thought like it was so deserved because he was just playing like he, he was, was Evan for he was minute, unplayable so. yeah. yeah he could he literally played every could play every position he was just unplayable and then number two um Ethan Frazier I played with Ethan Frazier. From seventh grade to my junior year, yeah. and Ethan Frazier is probably one of the most talented players I played with, just because he played a year up. No, he played like even two years up. So he's an 05. So I, I, to explain to you guys, basically soccer for the age group, it's like the like your age group, like the the year that you're born. So I'm a 2004. So I play with people that are 2004. So I'd play with some kids that were in my grade or some kids that were a grade below me. Ethan Frazier, 2005. So he played an a year up with my team. So I played with him. We were on the same team. And sometimes he played even another year up with the O3s. And to me, the thing that stands out is that every level that he plays at, that he just dominates. Um, to describe Ethan, I just say that he's just talented, very smooth on the ball. Um, and I think the one thing that, I, that impressed me the most is just like he's bow-footed. He literally does not have a weak foot. Like it's yeah. insane. And he can shoot from literally anywhere. But yeah, Ethan Frazier, number two. And then number one, I'd say, um, actually, I don't even know who number one is. I'm not too sure. Mm-hmm. But I'll say players I played against, the best player I played against by far is this one kid from Richmond. He's blonde. He was left-footed, and he literally played like Gareth Bell. Kid you not. But he was, like, strong. Oh, okay. So he took, he was, like, insane. He literally left foot, Yes, the walls, yes. But he wasn't just a pace merchant. Like, you literally, he had, like, amazing dribbling skills like he was just strong in the ball you could not push him off the ball yeah 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 but those are like the the best players I played with and then he's definitely the best player I played against that I kid. got you yeah I guess for me I might yeah, those, those are all good balls I know yeah. like, like a, a good amount of them, them. Yeah, yeah. yeah and they're whenever time watch him play or play against him like years ago they've always been good yeah yeah so I, I guess for me basketball wise is probably what I have to go with mm-hmm. I guess I go number three I'll go with the 4A, like, our Dulles District Player of the Year this year. Mm-hmm. Um, see, I, I don't know. I, I It's tough because we have a lot of, like, there's a lot of good players yeah. in, in 4A this year. I know the whole John Champ basketball team, so for oh, those who don't bro. remember, when when uh, Dominion early this year, we had a game. It was our first scrimmage of the year. We played John Champ at John Champ. And for a lot of us, that was, like, the first time we actually, like, played in like uh like a varsity game or played against like a team that actually had like a like a decent student section yeah that was a tough hard it it was a rattling humbling experience where we got killed by some guys we played against before and like other turn like other like stuff but for high school that was that was a different game we maybe lost the game by like 40 and it was a scrimmage but now nah, we got killed, and those guys on champ, they were some real, the some real hoopers, and they're six A, so it kind of makes sense. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. some some real real hoopers. Um, I guess number two, I'll go with the player of the year, like I said earlier, uh, Jaden Johnson. 
Oh, on yeah. County, right? Valley. Oh, Valley, Valley, yeah. Valley. The He's kid, a sophomore. sophomore. Yeah. Big guard, strong, yeah. good athlete, left-handed, can shoot from anywhere on the court, gets to do his own spots. He's yeah. for his for a sophomore. I don't think I've seen many kids that age that have like that level of skill and poise. Yeah. Like he he's smart with the ball, but he also understands how to like run the offense and mm-hmm. you know, he hits a lot of shots and when he gets hot, it's tough to stop and he has a really deep bag of moves. Yeah. So I'd say like on a personal note, that's like the one player I can remember this year that was like a real like real different level hooper. And then number one, I don't have any names, but just like elite level AU teams that I've played against a couple times in tournaments like years ago. I mean, it's just some of these some of these dudes just some I don't know, something's different in the water or something like yeah. that. I remember Oh, there was one tournament I had. This was eighth grade. I was playing AAU, and my team. We actually had a. We were. It was a pretty good team, and I was really good. I was really close with the coach, and we had a tournament in Baltimore. So it was. It was. It was pretty far. We had to go all the way to Baltimore for the tournament. Oh, we played two games, or no, we played three games. One one. We barely lost another. So we went to like this like semifinal the next day for like the championship for the like the tournament. I don't know what team we played against. I don't know who was on were that they, team. Were they from Maryland or? Yeah, yeah. I think they were from oh, like Bowie familiar. or something. See, yeah, I'm not this surprised. was like one of the best teams I've ever like watched, let alone played against in my entire life. We got we got smacked by like fifty. How, wait, how old were you? How old were you? Fourteen. <laughs> Fourteen. <laughs> I, I just wrapped it up. Let's go. <laughs> it was bad. It was really bad. It was. I think the final score was maybe like eighty-five to like. 30 something or something like that. It was, it was, it was, it was <laughs> like, I've been smacked bad in basketball games, but that was like, that was by far the worst. And this team, obviously, they won, they won the whole thing. Yeah. They had, I mean, I was 14. Dudes were like dunking off Vert. No but way. <laughs> it, they, we were, I don't think, I think I was playing, like, it was like, we were looking playing up against like dudes that maybe been like 16 or whatever, but even still, for like their age, they were still like different level hoopers. So. I don't know. I don't, it's not like a team name or anything, but yeah. that's probably like the hardest team I've ever actually like had to play against. That was the most humbling experience I've ever had in a tournament. It was one of those games yeah. where like at the end you're not even like upset. Yeah, it's just like yeah, they just give them better props. Now the DMV has so much talent. But to go back to what I said, I literally forgot the best player I've played with is John Kamba. Oh yeah, he <laughs> is. I literally forgot about him. The best defender. Oh my gosh, John. I played with him sixth grade to eighth grade, and he was literally just strong, guy. fast. Yeah, yeah. You cannot go through him. You cannot go through him or past him. I don't yeah, know. Well, shout out John now for his amazing musical talents. Now. Yeah, he's, John's he's John's going crazy right now with the so, uh, music. Yeah, that's that's super. Impressive. Just talented on and off the field. Um, the next question is your favorite high school moment. I have, yeah, I have, I have one. Okay, go. I think my favorite one is the game, the the game winner against Independence this year. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was like so. Basically, just it's zero zero. We're in OT, and then um, yeah, this is a scrimmage, by the way. But it was a it was an important game just for confidence. So Luca Amato, he's just uh, he's a junior. He gets the ball, he fakes it. So he basically fakes it, like he's going inside. Goes down the line with his left foot, he crosses it. I just came, I just tapped it, and then it was it was hype. It was crazy. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's actually you know that was a big game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Indy win itself. I guess I'll go for me. Um, this year for basketball and our first round win over Tusky, that yeah, was in OT. Knew, yep. I didn't even think about it until you mentioned the soccer game. Mm-hmm. That was definitely like the best moment I've had in all of high school. It was the craziest game away at Tuscarora. We were the sixth seed. They were the three. 
we came back a little bit. It was a tough game. One, um, we had like a bunch of starters that fouled out, yeah. and we still managed to win. Uh, our the boy Brandon Barron, shout out Brandon for his amazing game. Mr. Tusky, Mr. Tusky was a nickname. I remember because um, there was like last play of the game, one of the last plays of the game. I'm, I threw the ball into Brandon, and then he's running down the court looking for an option. He comes off a screen, and then he shoots a three that was, like, way deep. It wouldn't have any chance. I don't think I had much chance of hitting when he shot it. But he got fouled. Mm-hmm. And well, we were down, we were a, down yeah, three. Make, yeah, so we that. had to make all three free throws in order to send us to OT. This was maybe, like, a second left. So if he missed one, it was basically game done. Yeah. Smacked all three free throws. I, I remember vividly left. watching I, this game. I remember yeah. being, like, I remember when he got fouled and I was, like, standing out to the three-point line. I turned back and look at some of the guys in the crowd because a lot of uh, the, the, the for, for our friends popped out to support. I look back, and it was like everybody was, like, so nervous. And I was I was nervous, too. Once he hit the first, though, I played with Brandon more than enough. Once he gets one down, he'll hit the, he'll hit the other two. And it was it was clutch. It was, it was, that was massive. And then we obviously winning the game at OT was huge. It was a great moment. We lost second round, whatever, yeah. but that first one was... No, that, that was, I, was yeah, I watched the whole game. I... When Brandon, no, no, I thought it was over, and then Brandon got fouled. I was like, no way. Yeah, yeah, the makes, buzzer yeah. literally rang, but they called a foul on yeah, it. I was, so like, they, I was like, no way yeah. he makes all three. And then, were, were y'all like, I think, y'all, was it back and forth like most of the game? And then they just. It was. Yeah. And then at some point they were up by like 10, and then you guys came back, and then it was like in like in like touching distance, and then you obviously Brandon made the free throws, and then y'all yeah, went to OT and scored. That's probably my favorite high school moment that I've had in one night. Uh, That was that was sick. Yeah, I can see the two. The like the togetherness of not just the the basketball team but just demeanor in a whole. That was a really yeah, that was a really a, fun moment for the whole class and for our team especially. That was really cool. All right, Ryan. So the next question. Okay, so I'll go with when are you bringing guests? So <laughs> we've been asked a lot by a lot of people to like, oh, I want to be on the podcast, so oh, I want to be featured, that kind of yeah. stuff. It's kind of tough to be honest because we have a decent amount of people we already have kind of like that we that we discussed that we kind of want to have as guests. Yeah, in a way. Um, and it, it's kind of like, I don't, it, it's tough because I don't want to bring on too many people in a sense mm-hmm. where I'm like, oh, now it's like, oh, well, I have to bring you on too. Yeah, yeah. Cause it's one of those things where like, we want to keep this podcast very like, I don't know. I don't know. How to, I don't know how to say like this. Like between us, but like, yeah. if we bring guests, we want to make sure that the chemistry is still there and everything. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. I think for me, it's always like, I'm happy to bring people on, but as long as like, you, like it's a good topic or something that we can actually like go into detail and talk about. Yeah, that's true. I want, we want to bring people on, just bring them on. Yeah, like exactly. If, if we're bringing on a guest, we have like something in mind of like, okay, this person likes this, this person's really cool with this, so we'll bring them on to talk about like this subject. Like we have some people lined up for like a, a potential music uh, podcast. Yeah. People for like sports related stuff as well. So if we're going to bring people on the get, as guests, they have to like, not have to bring something, but they, yeah, we have specific yeah. reasons why they're being brought on. It's exactly. not just to bring people on. Yeah. So, I guess that's probably like our answer to like guest on the on the podcast. And I think for to, like on the guest episode, I would like to soon try to start filming if that's possible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. especially and also, but like you know, if if we get like the mics and everything and all the equipment stuff, we'll figure that out. But um, yeah, that just answered the guest question. Yeah. And the last question we have, this is a good question for me and for Ryan and I actually. Okay, cool. How can Chelsea improve next season and bounce back from the losses against Liverpool? So, so if you're not a soccer fan, I yeah. guess this is probably your time where like you're not gonna really care about this. You can skip to the end. Uh, but for our soccer audience, uh, obviously we're big Chelsea fans. Yeah. We got a lot to do. Yeah. To put into context, Chelsea. This season, we came back from winning the Champions League. The biggest tournament. Yeah, the biggest tournament that you can win. 
we start off the season very good, very good. Mm-hmm. Then injuries. COVID and injuries and lots have happened, and we stuck through it and we played games that maybe we shouldn't have played, and we just weren't we just weren't in good form. Fast, like just just because of our, how good our team is, we were able to qualify and make it to the finals of the Carabao Cup, which is one tournament. We go up against Liverpool. Liverpool was at the time I think they were like second or third. Yeah, they were okay, in okay form. But we, I think, I thought that game that we had our own, we played well, Should've just like we usually it. do, and we go to penalties and then we lose. Should have won it. Yeah, that was really poor. Yep. I remember watching that game and the chances that we missed were exactly. Lukaku was on sides. He was on sides for sure. Yeah, he was. But yep. I mean, there were some big ones. Pulisic had a couple of decent ones. Yep. Mount had a massive chance yep. he missed, and Mason Mount's obviously like he's yeah. a baller. But he usually puts those away nine times out of ten. But in mm-hmm. that game, he didn't. So that was that was tough. Yep, second half of the season, Chelsea stole through their struggles and everything with injuries and everything, but we make we get third place and we make it to the finals of the um, FA Cup. FA Cup. Yeah. Meanwhile, we also get bounced by Real Madrid, the eventual winners of the Champions League. Should have won that game. Unlucky, too. but congratulations, Real Madrid. <laughs> we lose again to Liverpool in penalties. So, looking at this whole season. What run do you think needs to improve with the players that we have going out? Well, let's just like break it down as easy as possible for everybody so, to understand. I guess we can each. I, I say. I guess my main three things I need to see from Chelsea next year to improve. One, we need to bring in new, younger, fr- fr- uh, fresh kind of like defenders. I think. Yeah. I think obviously we're losing Rudiger. We're mm-hmm. losing. Uh, <clears throat> and maybe Aspilicueta losing Christensen. Christensen. Yeah. So we need to bring in some defenders. That's probably task number one. Number two. I think, uh, personally, I've been screaming to change to a four-three-three, mm-hmm. but obviously we might not have the perfect yeah. squad for that. Mm-hmm. I think I don't hate the system we run now, um, but I think we need just maybe a little bit of a freshen up could be could be good for us because I think people are kind of starting to figure out how to beat us in a way. Yeah, and then number three, just consistency. Like some of these, we have a lot of players that are really talented, but not consistent but enough. Very, yep. fi- very few players on our team show show their talent on a consistent game the game basis we got like Mason Mount does Mason Mount is probably our most consistent player he and is then, by far He's been and then after that like Michael Reese yeah Reese James mm. Mateo Kovacic Rudiger Italian so but not enough consistency I think in the attacking attacking players and that, that's what I'll go on to I think Chelsea just needs players that there's players that we can sell yeah. Zayac Werner Maybe Pulisic, even though I I think me and you're on the same place. I think we keep Pulisic just because I think that on his day, Pulisic is our second best attacker. But that's the thing. On his day, I hate that because it's like. Oh, yeah. We want want him to play. Yeah, we want him to play. Obviously, he gets injured a lot. Yeah. Uh, On his day is tough because it's like you want him to show it more than just on his day. Yeah. So, I guess. Yeah, but yeah, Pulisic is a ball. I want to keep him. I feel like. But yeah, I think I, I take our chances that we give him one more season just because. Yeah, injuries, a lot of COVID issues, but I give him another season. Um, he's a good player. Yeah, he's. he's I generally think that he's our second best attacking, like midfielder wingers behind Mount. And then after that, we can go to details about the striker, like Lukaku, Havertz, whatever. Yeah. I think that they have to they have to play better. Um, midfield, we need a midfielder if Jorginho's going to leave. And then defensively, obviously, we Deck need we need improvements. Back. But yeah, that'll wrap it up for today's episode. Thank you guys for listening and uh, enjoy. Yeah, thank you all. Uh, we'll see you guys in the next one. Peace.